Gap Playoff Clubhouse. Another round is in the books. We're going to break down what happened in the division series of the AL and the NL. Then we're going to talk about what's going to happen in the championship series. But first, let me introduce you to two of my very, very good friends, Warner and Charlie, along with me this postseason on this crazy voyage. Guys, how are you doing? Hello. Good. I'm uh, doing good. Doing good. Yeah. There's been a lot of baseball. There has. I, of course, am Sam Sammy Franchise O'Gathlickson. And uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about <laughs> Well, isn't that all of our last names? We're like the Ramones. We're the O'Gathlicksons. Sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let me, uh, let's talk about the baseball. Uh, two sweeps in the NL. And then two, you know, pretty good series in the AL. I mean, really good series with uh, the AL East guys. But, um, I mean, overall, did you guys enjoy the baseball this week? Was it, I mean, it, it went back to normal. You know, obviously that first round, that wild card round, something we've never seen before, eight teams in each league. But the DS, finally, we're, we're back to something that's normal. No more 60-game season. No more weird playoff I've never seen. This is just like any other year besides, of course, being played uh, in neutral sites in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, there's still something weird about it. Um, but it's getting there. It's getting closer. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. Um, I got to say, I'm disappointed that the uh, the Marlins, you know, their yeah. 100% win percentage is now, uh, is now it's gone. It's terrible, uh, too. They yes, couldn't no. win a single game. Well, that let's start yeah. there. The Marlins <laughs> lose their first ever playoff series in their in the history of their franchise. They get swept by the Atlanta Braves. Not a very good series. Um, I mean, they they got killed. They really got. I mean, game killed. one was good, but game otherwise one was killed. They they their game one was good, but they still lose nine to five. Uh, yeah, and then they games come two back and three, from the Braves. Games two and three, they're shut out. 2-0 and then 7-0. Um, the Braves are good. I mean, the Braves have now played, what, uh, five playoff games. They've won all of them, and four of them have been shutouts. <laughs> it's not like they're playing, you know, I mean, I don't think the Reds or the Marlins were known for having good bats. Those teams mostly made it where they are on their pitching. Um, but still, that's pretty crazy. Four of five games are shutouts. Yeah, that's um that's really impressive. <laughs> that's 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 just crazy to me. Um good for them though. Uh I like the Braves, you know, I think they've got a lot of fun players. Um I think Braves gonna Marlins is going to or I mean uh Braves Dodgers next up is going to be hopefully a lot better series than the other NL series. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. You guys, I'm going to make a bold prediction here, okay? I'm going to say Either the Braves or the Dodgers are going to lose a game. That's going to happen. Wow. Uh, yeah, one of those teams, teams will lose. have not lost a game yet. I just have a feeling that, you know what, guys? It's going to happen in the NLCS. I just I think it's going to happen. I've got a feeling. Well, game one, <laughs> the whole the, the, the Braves-Marlins series started off with a bang as Acuna Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr., one of the most fun players in baseball, hit a bomb. And that was kind of a big deal because later in that game, he got plunked. 
Uh, he, he's been hit by Marlins pitchers, I read. I don't know the exact number now, but more than like any other team, the Marlins love to hit Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, yeah, there's some bad blood there, I think. I mean, what's kind of funny about that is that he gets hit. He comes out on, on social media. He says, they hit me because they can't get me out. Uh, the Marlins then proceeded to get him out the rest of the series. He did not do, uh, he, he did not get a hit in game two or game three, but still it didn't matter. His team kind of easily won that series. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we all knew when the Braves got Ozuna that he was going to be good, but that really turned out like that, that was a, People didn't think that was going to hold up as well as Josh Donaldson on the bridge. No, Azuna but. was kind of. I had a lot of people kind of saying like Azuna is one of the more overrated players. I don't know why the Braves think they can replace Donaldson's bat with Azuna. He's not that good of a hitter. What does he do? He goes out and falls like a few points shy of the NL Triple Crown in the regular season, <laughs> right, and he's yeah. still mashing in the playoffs. So Marcel I mean, Azuna, and you know what, Azuna that lineup is just stacked. It's just. Braves might kind of have fucked themselves again though, because they signed Azuna to a one-year deal. Uh, so Azuna might be getting paid this offseason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Be I'm sure guy. Braves fans are like, "Okay, we did this with Donaldson, and we didn't keep him. Great, he's hurt now with the Twins. He's a wash. Fuck him. Let's not do that with Ozuna. You know, they're probably like, let's maybe keep this guy." Or they're thinking we could around, go yeah. and just do this uh, with someone else. With some other, yeah, yeah some other guy that we don't even <laughs> know be yet. The Braves' Who new knows? thing is just one-year deals, and then they're really good. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll let Ozuna go somewhere else, and then he'll get hurt. And then he'll get injured. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so maybe they, just... they're playing 4D chess uh, right. out there in Atlanta. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Braves are moving on, and as was teased already, they're going to be facing another team who has not lost this postseason, the number one seed in the NL, the Los Angeles Dodgers who handily took care of those pesky Padres. Game two was a good one, but the other two were blowouts. I just, uh, that game three was so sad. Yeah. yeah 12 to three uh, bashing. The Dodgers beat the Padres in three games. I mean, the Padres yeah. season coming to an end. They were everybody's darling. Everybody liked the Padres this year, but the Dodgers have just shown they're just too good. Like the Dodgers are just too good. They're the I mean, star. I will say, it would have been a much better series had the Padres had Denilson Lamette healthy, had they had, I know Mike Clevenger, you know, obviously was kind of up and down, I think a little bit all year, but he was still generally pretty good. Had the Padres had those two pitchers, you know, leading off their rotation, this would have been a much better series. Um, well, Clevenger did start game one. That's right. You're right. He did uh, start he game one, but only pitched went one down inning, with uh, walking exactly. three guys. So it's, and- wasn't it another injury concern i thought that's yeah, what i, I why am i so. i mean he was basically it was almost like a wash because they took him out for injury so had they had a healthy rotation it it could i still think the dodgers would have won realistically but would have been a much more interesting a much more exciting series um but still good work uh for the padres making it this far we're going to see this team i think in the playoffs well i think forward. i don't know one thing with the Padres, they've got a lot of great guys in their lineup, but they need Manny Machado to be good Manny Machado and not bad Manny Machado. 
and they just didn't get that from him. So, not that that was the only issue. The pitching was the biggest issue, but sure. when you look at that yeah. team, it's like they paid Machado a ton of money to come over and, you know, be a force in that lineup, and he just wasn't in that series. One yeah, of the rough. big things that happened in Game 2 of this series, one of the big moments of it, maybe the, probably, I mean, the biggest moment, really the only moment that's really that talk about, in the seventh inning, Tatis is up. The Dodgers are up four to three. There's a runner on second base with two outs. And Tatis is at the plate, and he hits a bomb to dead center. I mean, he's about to take the lead on a on a two-run home run. Except, no, last year's NL MVP, Cody Bellinger, hops up, robs this thing on a really amazing catch, celebrating as he's coming down. It was that good. And the pitcher on the mound, Bruce Dargraderall, <laughs> Bruce Dargraderall. I don't know if I've ever seen a pitcher celebrate the way Bruce Dargraderall celebrated, <laughs> basically that. giving up a home run that was saved yeah. by his teammate. Bruce Dargraderall, what throws his hat in the air, throws his mitt in the air. He's like doing <laughs> spins and praising Jesus. It was, it was insane. And one man who did not like that was Manny Machado, who is just yelling "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," uh, and they almost came to blows. It was, I mean. I miss Bruce Dar Gratterall. <laughs> Bruce Dar pumps it, man. Bruce Dar's a good pitcher. Um, I'm kind of rooting for the Braves now just because of Bruce Dar Gratterall, and he was on the Twins. <laughs> he could have been on my team. So you're rooting, but you're rooting for the Dodgers? No, for that? I'm rooting for him because I'm like, I like him. I oh, think... I thought you said you were you said rooting, rooting for, for the Braves. Braves. When? Earlier? Just right now. You said I'm rooting for the Braves because Bruce Dar Gratterall. Oh. That's what happened to me a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Let's move on. I'm rooting for the Dodgers because I like Bruce Dargraderall. I'm rooting for the Braves too because they're good. I'm rooting for everyone. <laughs> I just want. I don't want any more sweeps. I want good baseball. All right. Well, let's yeah, take. I don't us, want any more sweeps. Let's take <laughs> us over to the AL side where there were no sweeps. Um, but the everyone's favorite Houston Astros. They they, I mean they basically. They gentlemen swept the A's, a series that really wasn't very close. Um, they won ten to five in game one, five to two in game two. The Athletics did fight back to take game three, nine to seven, but the A's had a kind of a back and forth game four. But the A's, uh, but the Astros take that one, taking the series, making it back again to the ALCS. <sighs> Guys, I mean. Are you mad the Astros there? How? What are the feelings here? I'm more I mean, annoyed than anything. I'm not I just, mad. Just annoyed. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad. Um, yeah, I will say, I'm already so tired of, and I, I do this to myself, but I'm already so tired of seeing all the social media whining and crying about the Astros that, like, I kind of just. Part of me wants them to not make it any farther so people will just stop talking about it. Because, like, yes, we get it, all that stuff. Who cares? Let's just, like, can we just move on finally? Um, but at the same time, it would be kind of funny if the Astros faced off against the Dodgers in the World Series again and the Astros won. I just have to say that would be kind of funny. I can read all the social media <laughs> posts now saying... This season doesn't count. Blah blah blah. You know it would be so annoying. 
but I would also probably, I think it would just, it would just be that thing. Like you're watching just this like, Oh God, here we go again. But you're just kind of laughing about it. I mean, and, if we're thinking you know, about 2020, I thought the Marlins was the most like chaotic thing that could happen. That would be the most on brand. Astros but most, now yeah. I think the Astros have probably always been the chaotic choice. And we're just not realizing that. Yeah. Well, the Astros, the Astros were a few years ago. I mean, not even a few years ago, a, a year ago, two years ago, we're looking at this as a team that's working on a dynasty. They were just the cream of the crop of the AL amazing team. Last year, getting to the World Series in a really good series at the end. And then in the offseason, everything... I mean, I don't have to rehash all this, but everything comes out. And we're <laughs> looking at them, and they have this terrible regular season, 29-31. And we're looking, and we're saying, all right, the Astros are done. Like, they were only yeah, because... Altuve they just... is done. I, I, I thought Altuve sucked. Everybody now... thought Altuve sucked. Everybody thought Correa sucked. Everybody thought Bregman sucked. And Springer said these guys all were bad in the regular season. We all. I mean, they did have some bad season, like a bad season. So that's what is kind of crazy. But now that, they're in the playoffs and they're playing you know, as good as they've ever played. Yeah, they're incredible. Michael Brantley is on fire. Alex Bregman is looking like MVP candidate. Alex Bregman. Uh, I mean, Altuve first... looks like Altuve. You know, he doesn't look like this broken, hollow shell of a man. Like he looked. I mean, you have to imagine. There's just been a point where they've all said fuck it, who cares what they say, let's go win a World Series. And that has been motivating them. I mean, I think all, that, that's that's my my assumption, my reasoning, is that all of the hate they've been getting all year has only, you know, bolstered them and made them stronger. And, uh, you know, they just want to be able to say, fuck you to everybody for, you know, hating us. And Especially uh, now that they're in the playoffs and they're so close they can taste it. They're, exactly. they're only so I many think, wins away from being World Series champs. So Yeah, exactly. It's um you know, I don't know. It's it's just crazy. <laughs> um and now they're gonna get to go on to the next round to the ALCS again and have what normally would be considered the juice box series, uh, with the Tampa Bay Rays. But <laughs> obviously they're not they're playing at a neutral site, so they're yeah, not going to be going robbed. from Minute Maid Park to Tropicana Field. But uh, the Rays in the only five game series in the first round, they beat the Yankees. They beat Big Brother New York Yankees. This was the most, I guess, exciting series. The the most one that actually had like back and forth. Who's going to win this one? Game. Yeah, this was a good series. Uh, and now the Rays get back to the ALCS, what, for the first time since 2007? Or, or, or first time in a long time. Um, they take, they lose, the, they, uh, they drop the first game to the Yankees 9-3. to Then they come back, win game 2-3, and 7-5, and 8-4. to Then the Yankees get them in game 4, 5-1. to And then a 2-1 to pitching duel for most of the game in game 5. That's one on a walk-off home run. Mike Brousseau... Off Aroldis Chapman. They're pitching in this decisive game five. Like, they're how they they use the pitchers it was so weird to me. And then it just worked. And I was like, what? what is... I mean, he, Glasnow goes two and a third. Nick Anderson, who's been their closer at off and on at times this year, then comes in and goes two and two thirds. 
then Fairbanks goes two, and Castillo goes two. I mean, they just had all these guys just pitch two innings, which is, I feel like, analytically, people, there's some data that shows that guys are worse pitching two innings. Good relievers usually are worse in the second inning they pitch, but they just threw these guys out there for multiple innings, and it worked. And if they can keep doing that, then, yeah, they're going to keep winning, I think. Yeah, and on the on the on the offensive side for Tampa, one of the breakout stars, Randy Arazarena, um, twenty five year old left fielder for the Rays. I I coming into this, I never really heard much about this guy. I mean, maybe in Tampa they really love him, and and everybody knew what's up. He was terrific in the first three games of this series, three for four in game one with a, a homer. Two for four with a homer in game two, and then again three for four with another homer. Three home runs in the first three games. He broke out. I, I'm excited to see what he does in the ALCS. Playoffs are where stars are made in this sport, and he might be a star. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he played yeah. like it so against the Yankees yeah, I mean, on the big stage. Yeah, that home run to like left field huge shot i mean and that game three yeah this dude's for real uh, i'm excited to see uh what the alcs looks like um i will say everyone you know is already putting all their hopes and dreams on the rays to uh you know cut down the astros uh it'll be a fun matchup yeah, well, i think no matter what happens before we talk um, about be these matchups the, the alcs the nlcs Let's break down who are our players of the DS round of the division series, division series. Div- who are our yeah. players? Uh, <laughs> Warner, tell us who who is your player of the AL or NLDS? Uh, yeah. So my player of the NLDS, uh, Braves pitcher Ian Anderson, a twenty-two year old pitcher who has been very good in the playoffs, uh, made his debut earlier this year um and so i was reading in the playoffs so far ian anderson has become the sixth pitcher to ever start his first two playoff appearances and throw five scoreless innings in each of them uh so he joins jules chasen Corey kluber steve avery phil nierko and christy matheson as the only pitchers to ever do that so yeah pretty good list that's a pretty good list. Game two, he went five and two thirds, gave up only three hits, no runs. Like I said, walked one and struck out eight over five and two thirds. Um, I mean, the Braves have this young rotation, Max Fried, Ian Anderson, Kyle Wright. This, this is exciting. I mean, I feel like you don't normally see these young rotations play, you know, be these powerhouses into October. It's kind of like you said, Charlie, or, you know, stars are made in October. I said that. Um, yeah, oh, sorry. Said Sam that. said that. Nice and Sam I said coined st- it. I, that belongs to me. Sure. Playoffs. Stars Anyways. are made in the playoffs. I'm Anyways. the first to ever say that. Yeah. I think a big thing, too, is that experience goes a long way. Um, so for these young pitchers, especially Ian Anderson doing as well as he is, uh, it's exciting. So yeah, he's uh, he's my player of the round. Well, and, and it'll be interesting. To that's kind of an interesting thread to follow in the Braves Dodgers series is mm-hmm. this young, inexperienced rotation who's been really hot going up against the Dodgers' crazy experienced pitchers. 
yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what uh, you know, what these two teams throw at each other. And Charlie, who was your player of the second round? Well, I'm taking a Braves player as well, and it's Travis Darno. I mean, he was just on fire this series. He had a good season, and he's just had a great postseason now. He had seven RBIs in this series, and just, I mean, the Marlins couldn't score any runs, and the Braves just needed Darno, and they would have won, you know? So, <laughs> like, his offense alone would have won this series because the Braves, or because the Marlins couldn't score. So he, That's true. he was great. Seven RBIs yeah. in three games. Terrific job for yeah. Travis Darno. Can't really say he carried the team because the, the pitching carried the team by not letting the Marlins score, but he was the offensive powerhouse that uh, led the charge on that side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, and I'll round it out by saying my favorite player. Well, I don't know my favorite player. Uh, this guy's kind of a tool, I guess, is the only way to really put it. But um, <laughs> the, the best, I don't know. He might be a really nice Good guy. introduction to him. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, the the best, in my opinion, my player of the ALDS round, Carlos Correa of the Astros. He, I mean, he was electric. He was absolutely insane. And Carlos Correa, I think, of that Astros core is a guy who, like, probably had what people were considering to be like the highest ceiling, the highest hopes. And he's struggled kind of to live up to those um, expectations recently, but man, oh man, did he put it on a show in the ALDS. You're talking about two home runs in game one going three for five and then a three for four with five RBIs and a home run in game four, he was terrific. He's been terrific. I mean, his career postseason numbers are insane. They are. They are insane. And if I'm the Rays, I know you got good pitchers. I'm afraid. I don't pitch. I don't pitch to Carlos Correa. I, I'm not going to pitch to Carlos Correa. That's he's too good right now. He's just too good. Um, and I think of all the Astros players, he's the one I see leaning into the heel. He is a hundred percent leaning into Bregman has that kind of face that everybody hates, but Correa straight up is leaning into it. Like, you know, Hey, nobody thought we'd do this. Everybody hates us. Whatever. We're going to, we don't care. Like we're going to keep winning. And Hey, if that's what gets them to win, I'm sure Astros fans are down with it. Cause they just, at the end of the day, like they just want to win. And, uh, so Carlos Correa, my player of the AL, DS. Um, so let's quickly, guys, cool. let's just look ahead at what's going to come up in the AL and NLCS. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I love when it gets down to the Final Four. This is so fun. Yeah, me too. I love everybody watching the same games. That was one thing I didn't really like that much about that crazy wild card round was I was so focused on the Twins. And I was checking in on other stuff too, but you go on social media and there's just so much from all these different games that people are talking about. Then you get here. Everybody's watching these games. Everybody's talking about the same things and you really, I don't know, it's like the whole baseball community gets together. Well, Charlie, I actually have a question because you've gone on record as saying you love cold baseball. This is the first October in a while. We're not seeing any cold baseball. Yeah. Our games are going to be in California 
and in a dome in Texas. I love the intrigue of like it's cold. They're like, oh, it's been all these hot months. The pitcher's arms are warm. I love when they're talking about like how's this going to affect the pitchers because it's like 50 degrees. and It's not going to, but it's always a um, narrative that they try and spin. And I think that's fun, but we're not going to see it. Well, who, what are you guys looking forward to in terms of the actual matchups, Warner? When are you actually? Here's a good question, Warner. Are you more excited about the ALCS or the NLCS? Um, that's a good question. Um, probably the NLCS. I think. Um, it's weird actually that be- I, I like emphasize the C and CS, and then so you also. Followed me by emphasizing the CS when we <laughs> really should have been good. emphasizing the A or the N. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, NLCS, uh, probably because, I, like we've already talked about, I like a lot of the players on the Braves. And at the same time, um, I'd love to, I've, I've said it before, I'd love to see Clayton Kershaw win a World Series. I mean, one of the greatest pitchers of his generation. Um, is already incredibly successful, but you know, we've all talked about it. Postseason Kershaw, he's been pretty good this pl- these well, playoffs. He actually had a rough uh, go in his in his NLDS start. Um, I guess that's true. His team kind of backed him up, so you're kind of able to but yeah, forget I would like that he to wasn't as good. Do well. But I would I, I would like to see him do well. I just he I've also just I've read about Clayton Kershaw and his life on and off the field, and he just seems like such a great dude. Um so yeah, I, I I think I'm really excited for the NLCS and just those two teams. I think at the end of the day, I'd be pretty happy with whichever team makes it to the World Series. Um, I would say maybe I'm leaning a little more towards the Dodgers for the sake of Kershaw, because uh, you know who knows how many more years he's got. Whereas this Braves team still has a number of kind of young stars that I think we're going to be seeing for a long time. But the Braves haven't had as much postseason success, so. It'd be exciting if they made it. Well, I'm looking forward more to the NLCS as well because there's just so much. Star <laughs> you said power. that like you were like you were uh, countering Warner, but you had, are agreeing with him. Yeah, like you you had a different thing. That... <laughs> just trying to spice it up. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's just so much star power on both teams. Not taking anything away from. The Rays and Astros. There's some good stars and, and upcoming stars on those teams, but I mean the the Dodgers and Braves are both powerhouse teams. They both swept their um division series. So I think that's gonna be I'm hoping that's gonna be the the most exciting series with big name guys doing things, uh, you know, doing big big name things. Well, I think that is going to be exciting, especially for the reason you said, the stars. Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna, Freddie Freeman, Clayton Kershaw. The list goes on. It's exciting players. But I'll be the lone standout and say that I'm excited for the ALCS because either all hell is breaking loose and the Astros get back to the World Series like we talked about, or those lovable Rays are going to get back to the World Series for the first time in a while. Um, and it's a team that is made up, for the opposite of what you're saying, Charlie, it's a team made up of no names. It's a team that, like, is there anybody on the Rays who is known nationally? Like, 
not really like glass now has somewhat of a name um especially because I mean, he's really handsome snell i think like snell but even then you know it's snell is they're like, not the same level as when snell won like. cy young i think the i think the common response to sell snell winning the cy young was, what there's someone named snell <laughs> and he's good at pitching um and he is good at pitching he's he's weird I, he's a weird dude snell whenever i watch interviews with him i'm like this guy's seems like the dumbest kid from your high school but uh he reminds me a lot of you <laughs> thank you <laughs> um but yeah i think it's gonna be cool the rays getting if they get in the world series to see if these guys randy or Azarena, to see if tyler glass now becomes a bigger star if Azarena becomes a big star kevin kiermeyer has been doing it for years what if kevin kiermeyer becomes a big star has some amazing fielding plays i'm excited for that series i'm excited for both of them i'm i think these are going to be great matchups I can't wait to see what happens. Um, but now we got to make some predictions. And no, we're not going to predict who's winning these games and get into the World Series. We're predicting who in the ALCS and the NLCS is going to throw a no-hitter. Warner, who's throwing the no-hitter? Um, I'm going to stick with my Ian Anderson, player of the uh, player of the division series. I think he's going to just carry it on and no-hit the Dodgers in, I guess, maybe game two of the NLCS, I would imagine. I don't know if they've announced yet. I would I would guess he'll probably pitch game two. Uh, so yeah, Tuesday, keep an eye out, everybody. Wow. <laughs> well, no hitting the Dodgers. Ooh, that's a, ooh. That's a tough, yeah, uh, that's a tough, tough assignment. But you know what? I've got a guy who's going to have an equally tough assignment. That's going to be someone who's going to no hit the Braves. And that's Clayton Kershaw. We're talking about playoff Kershaw. We've, made fun of it he's been picked on he's been picked apart he's gonna shut everyone up by throwing a postseason no hitter playoff kershaw is gonna be a thing to celebrate not a thing to humiliate clayton kershaw he's gonna no hit the braves maybe in the same game they might be well, playing we're gonna in the have same two no game. hitters in the same game <laughs> yeah kershaw slated to start game two i think wow. so uh could be interesting charlie <laughs> There are only four teams left. The Astros, the Rays, the Dodgers, the Braves. Those are the only four teams playing baseball games this week. Their rosters are set. You can find them online. You could go to ESPN or MLB.com. I'm looking at them right now. I'm finding my pick. Who's it going to be? Who is going to (laughs) throw? Which pitcher on these teams? It can even be a position player who, for some weird reason, comes in and pitches. There's some good good choices some guys who can go is with gonna throw a no hitter in the championship series round it's gonna be lance lynn uh lance lynn is <laughs> oh, gonna be sitting at home playing mlb the show and he's gonna be playing as himself uh as lance as lynn one does with the rangers um in his game his team will be in the playoffs in the um oh, ALCS. He's playing a franchise mode you have right you have Lance Lynn playing franchise mode on the show. Yeah. Or okay. or he could be playing road to the show as himself. But anyway, he <laughs> he's going to throw a no-hitter in uh, MLB the show. All right. Well, I And I, I I might as well say it's on the same day as the other two. I hope that he <laughs> It's on Tuesday. I hope if yeah, he does it's on that Tuesday he during game it to, 2. I hope if he does that he posts it to social media if he even uses social media cuz I don't know how we would know that he did. I don't think but, he does and I doubt he plays the show. But, but 
maybe that will happen. <laughs> Who knows? Anything can happen. Guys, thank you for sticking around for another episode of the OGAP Playoff Clubhouse. Enjoy the baseball. Check us out on social media at OGAPod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, One Game at a Time podcast on Patreon if you want to support us. Um, OGAPod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And All right, guys. Let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.